Hey everybody, welcome to another first round bald movie. Uh, tonight, Jim and I went to see Spider-Man Far From Home, the sequel to Spider-Man Homecoming, directed by John Watts, starring uh, genetically modified Tobey Maguire, Tom Holland. Uh, what do you think of this uh, this film, both as a standalone, uh, both as a, fi- as, as, as a film, as a installment in the Spider-Man <laughs> franchise, as an overall piece in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Jim, hmm. What do you think? I quite enjoyed this film. Uh, <laughs> this this was really good. Like I, it's become very apparent to me that I have not cared much for a Marvel movie since the original Iron Man, mm. and that Spider Man is rejuvenating my love for superheroes. Spider Man I mean, is so wrong. much fun, yeah. and this movie is just as good as Homecoming. Yeah. If if not, maybe like a little more fun and a little better in some ways. It, it, it somehow is both more fun and also more emotionally resonant uh-huh. because of all the because shit of that's everything happened that's, in between. Yeah, and I don't want to take too much away from you know all the Avengers stuff that's happened, but like I've I've always really liked Iron Man. I think he's like a really great character. Uh-huh. Peter Parker, when they were doing like the Tobey Maguire stuff, was also a really good character with an actor who's like just slightly less charismatic than I want him to be in this mm-hmm. role of Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. But we didn't know then like what a great superhero movie could be. Mm-hmm. And so Tobey Maguire worked really well sure. in the original Spider-Man stuff. Or, you know, the, I mean, the original you, reboot of Spider-Man. You, no one will but be Tom a, Holland yeah, is yeah. motherfucking Peter Parker. Like, right. no one. Like, they, they, have put all, they have put their bets on the right horse here mm-hmm. in, in Tom Holland. Because he is an amazing Spider-Man. He will be an amazing Spider-Man for... 25 years if they I mean, want to keep the it thing. going there's like Sp- peter parker i i, I do it's almost unfair to take an, a, a, that much of a young person's life but <laughs> peter parker goes through a really nice arc through his teens early 20s late 20s like there and there's a lot of stuff you could do and they've got a really young intriguing cast that they could game of thrones this and 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 it does seem like that they're like this phase of marvel is built on making you believe that Peter Parker could be a better version of Tony Stark. Yeah. And, and I think all the stuff that they've done in previous movies to connect those two characters has really worked well. Yeah. It's been some of my favorite stuff in those movies. Yeah. And I don't know why I never saw this coming that like, I like, well, obviously you've got a young Tom Holland here and you can build a plug. you like, but the, uh, the idea that he might actually be the no shit, like right now, successor to Tony Stark, and one of the reasons mm-hmm. that I think this works, like all the good Sp- Spider Man, is is even though you're cheering for P- Peter Parker and you want Spider Man to succeed, there's this fundamental unfairness about what is being asked of this child. Yeah, no, and, and that's why like the home, um, um, fucking Into the Spider Verse works the same way. Like all the best Spider Men make you feel like. Jesus Christ, this is not fair. And, like, you wouldn't, no one would blame the kid for giving up at any point, but, like, you know, great power, great responsibility. And uh-huh. he finds a way to persevere. But there's always, it's, it's not, it's, it's not effortless. Like, the, he paid, the no. Spider Man, even though nigh invincible himself, always pays, like, heavy personal costs for the things he does. And, you know, he makes a lot of sacrifices in this film. Mm-hmm. Um, and I never felt like, there were these personal moments with Tony Stark that I really wanted him to succeed during. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's it's low-stakes shit with Spider-Man. Like, yes. His personal life is a high school teen's life. Yes. 
it none of this is going to matter in three years. He's going to be in college. He's going to be a different person. He's going to be trying drugs. Like mm-hmm. none of this shit is going to matter to his life. Yeah, into the Spider Verse. Wait till wait till you <laughs> see that movie on some psilocybin, Peter. Uh, go all the way into the Spider Verse. Yeah, have uh, Edith uh, knock you up some synthetic shit. To, uh-huh. to, to, you know, Tony's got some recipes. Oh, it's coming down from space. <laughs> the type of shit he's got. Yeah, Tony's party package is deployed from an orbital satellite, and it can in in there's twenty four of them in geosynchronous orbit oh so hell yeah call down a, a a start party anytime but but regardless of how silly and trivial all of this these stakes are yeah i want peter parker to succeed both personally and as a superhero yeah and that's something i never really felt with iron man because iron man's like he's kind of an asshole right yeah. like tony stark is a dick to just about everybody he meets yeah so like i don't care about his personal life i don't right. care about the the pepper pots bullshit like mm-hmm. none of that matters, but with Spider Man and or Peter Parker and MJ, I'm like, yes, I want yeah. this to be a thing. They're they're awesome. Uh, I just want him to succeed in every way possible. Mm-hmm. And he's just I don't know, man. He's uh, he, they do such a damn good job casting. Yeah, uh, that he's just yeah. I I I, I bristle a little bit when people talk bad about Peter or Tobey Maguire's Spider Man because like it's kind of like for the time. It's kind of like what they say with Christopher Reeves in the first like uh, two Superman. <laughs> like yeah, you say what you will, but and for its time and everyone, but Christopher Reeves is really good of that vein, Superman, and yeah. no one can, no one's ever going to do like a better sp- Superman. They might do a better take on a super or like a particular Superman, but like. He, he did, he's exactly what you want, okay? Mm-hmm. And I feel like Tony McGuire is the same thing. It's just that, like, you didn't know that, like, you could get a 16-year-old to play the fundamental patheticness of, of Spider-Man and also, like, the reasons he's kind of, like, awesome mm-hmm. and, you know, the fact that he's got the motor mouth and also just a way, like, just, you know, like, um, it, there's something to work when, like, uh, Spider-Man's being smacked around by a bad guy and you can kind of, like, just his vocalizations of his... It's not like Arnold... <laughs> it's a kid getting hurt, you know? Sure. And yeah. I think that adds a little visceral, like, you you kind of are more protective of spider-man than you are of of, of some of, of maybe some of the superheroes like a thor yeah you know and i think the the fundamental characters of tony stark and peter parker have been more appealing to me mm-hmm. than your thors your bruce banners your it just i i've never really felt like those characters clicked to me even a captain america captain america yeah. is so bland like i i loved reading the comic books the captain america ones when uh-huh. i was a kid uh-huh. but those stories now like that character is just so one note yeah and even how they've transformed him through the years he still is very blah Hmm. whereas i look at peter parker and i just i see so much fun i see so much potential yeah uh i look at tony stark and i see a ton of fun even though he's an asshole i don't want to spoil too much about the movie but i also thought it was really clever like the fundamental um villain mechanic uh in in this film i thought was 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 really interesting and kind of clever uh there's just a ton of like when we get to spoiler section there's like a ton of like really interesting things they're doing under the hood yeah i can already start to see the vague shape of this phase of marvel and what they're trying to do Mm -hmm. um and uh i i thought that they, they they executed that pretty well they also like everything that i worried about like okay they're gonna have to address like where these kids have been in five years and the fact they're back in school now and the fact yeah and like there's like there's a lot of heavy you could tell from the trailers of spider-man there's gonna be a lot of heavy kind of emotional lifting and they 
it's just so fucking brilliant how they do it. And like, you would think it would take the first third of the movie, kind of like an in game that you're going to dwell. But like, <laughs> no, we did that in in game. Here's, I don't want to spoil it, but the first five minutes of the movie answers all of those questions in a way that will just shut you up and ready and have you ready to in, to to go on an enjoyable romp with with uh, Spider-Man. When we get to the spoiler section, I might need some of that explained. Okay, because I don't fully remember Endgame, even okay. though it's been like four days since it came out in theaters. Right, literally four days since it's been re-released to theaters. Right. Um, no, it's just a, there's a lot of really. Um, it's interesting to see how much mileage they'll continue to get from the death of Tony Stark because uh-huh. that is the that's kind of like the engine that's made like two of these things go now and um I don't know it, it's the, the thing is is like this could be like it wouldn't surprise me that there's like some kind of holographic uh super like speaking of Superman like Jor-El projection that Tony's got for a special circumstance like don't you see in Spider-Man 3, he could put on those glasses. Sure, he can come back. Yeah. And there's a certain code word he says, and like a holographic Tony Stark gives him like some word. Like he's like a fucking digital Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Like, I'd be surprised if Tony Stark didn't do that. Yes. Frankly. So like, I just feel like that maybe, I don't know, I, I, just, I just... Or we could go back in time. We Like sure. we did an Endgame, right. and we could see, but you, you know, know I mean? Tony I, I, Stark I, as a just young as man. I, like... I, 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 I like it's entertaining for me to set up limitations for Marvel Universe that they didn't smash. <laughs> like I'm like, oh, how off, how how long can you, uh, you know, lean on this Tony Stark character? And they'll like the next ten years is going to be everything ties back to Tony Stark, and they're like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, Aaron. I, I will say that after Endgame, I was looking forward to a breather from mm. the Marvel stuff, and I don't know that any other Marvel movie could have made me feel okay with not getting that breather. Because, I mean, we're talking, what, mm-hmm. is it, what is it, two months? Yeah. Mm-hmm. A, a month since Endgame came Captain out, and Marvel, they're already Endgame, spinning up... Spider-Man, yes. Yeah, they're spinning up the next phase of Marvel uh-huh. after Endgame. So, like, I don't... I think if this movie was less than excellent, I would have been disappointed. Simply because the Marvel fatigue would have set in. I think, but this has me refreshed. Like, yeah. I want to see more Spider-Man movies yes. at this point. But but I think therein lies the trap, and this has been true for s- several years now. I don't. It, it, it'll be interesting to see what would happen if Marvel ever sustained like uh, two or three the Thor twos or mm-hmm. Iron Man threes in a row. Or Ragnarok, where like it just kills them, huh? <laughs> or Ragnarok. Well, you're, if you're me, <laughs> Ragnarok hit the spot for some of us, sir. <laughs> but uh, if they, if they had like these, because like every, you could go back and look and like they're on an unprecedented like ninety five percent plus Rotten Tomato streak. Yeah. You got to wonder like if they ever have a slip because I do feel like there's a lot of people that are like. You know, they're, they're like at this amazing concert and there's been like 12 encores and people are still cheering. But there's a lot of people like looking at the clocks like the second they don't make, melt my face off, I'm out. Yeah. And yeah, it's the stakes just continue to get higher and higher and higher. And here we are just like two months after we said, oh, boy, how are you going to top in game? <laughs> Fucking giving Spider-Man a hand job with four mechanical tentacles that we just found out he had. <laughs> and it I, does it does feel like uh you know, a, a bit of a re- reboot. I, like mm-hmm. they're 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 resetting. They're taking things. The stakes are smaller. You know, things are like reduced in scope mm-hmm. because a this is a standalone Spider-Man movie, right? It's not right. an Avengers movie, but also it does feel like okay, 
well, I can't can't say too much about the state of the world here, but like uh-huh. a lot of the things that they chose to either include or not include in this movie make it feel like a smaller scope, something more uh friendly mm-hmm. after you know this epic that is right. Endgame right. and Infinity War. Mm-hmm. I was actually kind of somewhat surprised that an um I thought maybe the the new normal would be multiple like every single superhero movie would have multiple appearances like mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy is going to have always going to have Thor dropping by right. or Thor is always going to have fucking Rocket the Raccoon at his hip or like it's just that was just going to be buddy films like phase four is going to be just nothing buddy films I was a little surprised that this is very I mean I guess yeah just just Nick Fury and <laughs> right. there are a lot of cameos but... agents of shield and like a, yeah there's there's a lot I guess Marvel but you know the there's there's nobody in spandex that you would might suspect show up and then they they don't show up there's like there's it's it's, yeah. it's pretty much spider-man mm-hmm. it's pretty much spider-man and this new guy um what else do you want to talk about non-spoiler because i kind of want to there's a lot of spoiler stuff i want to talk about i really okay well let's get to the trailers first i actually saw zero new trailers okay this, this time everything i'd saw at astra and uh-huh. fucking the the birds the angry birds the... well it's, it's funny because I saw a bunch of new ones and I actually huh. uh, had you watch a few um, Pearl okay Midway mm-hmm. which feels and looks like a spiritual successor to Michael Bay's Pearl Harbor and fittingly directed by one uh, Roland Emmerich that okay. you might know from uh, Independence Day fame Stargate Stargate uh, yeah, Godzilla. Oh no. Uh 2012. Like he's he 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 got a he got a big reputation in the 90s as like this disaster guy and then he kind of fumbled some higher profile projects. He's done some interesting things. I I um I actually haven't been paying attention. Then he did the terrible Independence Day 2. Mhm. And now he's directing this, and the last time they tread on this, they gave it to Michael Bay and it 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 killed Michael Eisner. It 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 uh, it brought the mouse slow for the first time in a century, <laughs> and it almost destroyed Michael Bay's career until he discovered that he can <laughs> make infinite money from Transformers. Yeah, uh, Transformers. I, this movie looks I, I it looks great, but I know it's going to be terrible. It's yeah. going to be like offensively bad. Yeah, I didn't care for Pearl Harbor that much. Pearl Harbor is a terrible movie. That's why. <laughs> okay. It's a really I bad... I didn't know if I was just too young to appreciate it when I saw it or if it sucks, but... No, it, it turns out okay. Michael Bay doesn't have that gear that's required yeah. to, to, to handle something uh, like that. So, yeah, I think it's going to be... It's, it's going to be beautiful, but it's going to be a mess. Um, 47 Meters Down Uncaged. Is, I think 40... this is a sequel to 47 Meters Down. Like, wasn't that a... Like, there's this genre of short... Sh- Shark, shark horror movies. Is this James Cameron? Is this is he going under the sea again? No, it's a bunch of teenage girls going cave diving or some shit, and then a bunch of great whites trap them in this underwater cave and pick them off one by one. And it's very horror film, and it's very okay. found footage, and it looks. T- I I can't watch this because sometimes if I go in a, a dark swimming pool at night, I think I'm going to bit, get bit by Jaws. So yeah, I like the water too much to to indulge in these <laughs> fantasies. Well, you're not probably helped by the next one either, then. Uh, which is what? Crawl. Crawl. Yeah, it's 
You you said there was something in the theater that made everybody so there gasp. Was a, there was this 19 second version of this that's hmm. essentially the blonde girl in the crawl space getting bit by the croc and drug out. And okay. the tr- the people that I saw the movie with, like uh, I was just watching this girl crawling around a crawl space. And I looked down um, to finish up my notes from the previous trailer, and suddenly she screamed. The audience kind of like gasped, then like laughed and applauded, and <laughs> the thing was over. And but no, this is no joke. Sharknado, mm-hmm. only big budget, with a wide release apparently, and it's alligators and hurricanes mm-hmm. instead of sharks and tornadoes. But otherwise, literally almost all the set pieces from the it's, trailer are recognizably vintage Sharknado pieces. Is it uh, Hurricaner? Is that what they should Hur- call it? Hurricane. Or Alicane? Uh Is Tara Reid involved? I need to know. <laughs> Probably. Executive producer. Executive producer, Tara uh. Reid. Uh, I the, I mean I almost kind of want to see it. It's because it's, I mean it's like Anaconda or yeah. like any of those like halfway shitty sci-fi beast movies. I feel like stuff with that and the Meg. We should make a note. Wait for it comes out in Blu-ray. Do a fucking live watch deconstruction mm, takedown yeah. of it because that's that'd be fun. That's the way you should enjoy these movies. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, there was also a. Trailer I've not seen before for a new reboot of Charlie's Angels, directed and starring Elizabeth Banks. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of other women that I've recognized. They're like up and coming, like a Jasmine from Aladdin was one of the angels. Mm, okay. Um, God, who's the other? Uh, oh, Kirsten, Kirsten Stewart from uh, Twilight fame yeah, yeah. is one of the angels. Patrick Stewart, I think, is Charlie. I've seen this trailer, but it was a while ago. I don't. I, I thought he was Bosley at first, but then Elizabeth Banks identifies as Bosley huh. later on. So I'm like, well, what the hell? But I don't. I mean, I really enjoyed the Drew Barrymore Angels. Like I saw, I think two and a half of Bill them. Murray, yeah, that was. It, it was okay. Yeah, it's 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 uh, it, it can hit the spot if there's a certain spot that needs hitting. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, could have done without Drew Barrymore, but. I saw, and then there's, this is like, a, this had to be the 31st trailer for Hobbs and Shaw I've seen. I A new I'm, one? Yeah, I'm kind of worried that they're just doing the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Like, there's 15 good minutes in this movie, and they're going to show them all to get you your, I, 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 but hmm. then, but, but how, how can they fail? <laughs> well, I'm going to see it. Yeah. So they haven't failed with me. And I said that about Fast and the last Fast and Furious, and then they had Jason Statham. The Jason Statham baby scene was not even hinted at the trailer, and that's the best. They saved the best for like. So I don't know. Yeah. It it just continues to 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 look amazing, Uh, and that's that's all the trailers we got to talk about this time. Okay, that's it for this week. Uh, next week, we are, do not have a bald movie, first-run bald movie, but then we have a pretty good run starting July 18th, uh, The Lion King. We're going to see the live, the, whatever the fuck a live version of The Lion King is, live-action version. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, the twenty week of the 25th, we're seeing Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Pretty fucking excited about that. Mm-hmm. And then August 1st, we kick off my, my birthday month with Fast and Furious, Hobbs, and Shaw. <laughs> Whoo! That's that's what we call Murderer's Row here at Bald Movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to hear our Spider-Man spoilery thoughts, you're going to have to be a club member. It's really easy to join. Go to club.baldmove.com to get the pitch and access to these, uh, this and, and many other great uh, extended digital features, bonus content, whatever you want to call it. It's club. club.baldmove.com.